You're listening to the Up Level Your Online Business Show, where wealth is empowering, purpose is crucial, and high vibes are non-negotiable. And now, here's your host, certified business coach and practical woo strategist, Sarah J. Larrero. Welcome back to another episode of the Up Level Your Online Business Show. And today I wanted to talk about something that I've recently been going through that I've been seeing such incredible results with. And I wanted to try to best explain it the best that I can for you so that you can also start to implement these key concepts in your own business and even in your life. Uh, to start seeing really incredible results for yourself as well. And so I titled this episode, How to Embrace Boring. And the reason why I titled it this way is because every time that I sign up with a new client, and even when I sign up with a new program or I continue a program or I'm doing a strategy, there's a tendency to jump ship after three to six months or so of doing one strategy. And I truly believe it's because we as human beings are afraid of boredom and not just we as human beings, but I would also go so far as to say that because our society lives in such monotony, because most people's nine to fives are really monotonous, because most things that occur in our society are very masculine energy dominated, a lot of people just feel like they have all of this creativity bottled up in them and they just want, they want to express it. And I've seen this with clients before where they're doing a strategy, they're getting really great results. And all of a sudden they're like, no, but it's not, you know, it's not the way that I want to do it, or it's not the aligned way, or it could be better. And they start giving themselves all these different reasons and excuses as to why they need to do something else. And what I've seen time after time is that when you stick to one thing and truly simplify one thing and allow yourself to embrace simplification in one area of your life, you actually get a lot better results. And I speak from personal experience on this because there was one moment in time where I switched on my strategy. It was the end of 2021 and my income took the biggest dip. And this is what I see time and time again with the people that I coach who try this on for themselves is that their income takes a dip. And the reason why is because once you stop, I mean, this is pretty self-explanatory, right? But once you stop doing the thing that has always been working for you, it's, you're not going to have the same system and the same results. And then another thing that ends up happening is let's say, for example, you stop working with your coach or you stop working with this specific system or strategy, and then you sign up with someone else and this other person has this other system and strategy. And so boom, now you have to change everything that you've been doing in your business, change all of your strategies, change your templates, change your emails, change your content styles. And that takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort. And that is going to take some time for you to see other results. And I always find it really, really interesting because I've been told time after time by like my biggest mentors. So my mentors who've always made half a million dollars or more have always told me stick to one thing, stick to one thing and just stick with it, optimize it. And that's how you're going to get better and better and better at it. But of course, if I'm surrounding myself with people who are not at that income mark and people who 
are so used to this jumping ship, are so used to just wanting to quit and wanting to try new things all of the time, that I'm surrounding myself with people who are going to influence that behavior in me as well. And so what I found, especially for myself at the end of 2021, is that I had a whole bunch of people around me that were like, yeah, you know, stop doing it. If it, if it doesn't feel anymore, stop doing this strategy. Let, try this other thing. Try, you know, and they started giving me all of these different ideas. And so I listened to all of them. It, instead of listening to my mentor who was doing really well and was trying to give me the piece of advice that allowed them to do really, really well, I ended up listening to everyone around me who wasn't doing really well. And I ended up just doing the thing that everyone does. And it truly, my income took a really big dip and I tried a new strategy in my business and it didn't work as well as the first strategy. And one of the reasons why it didn't work as well as the first strategy is because I wasn't fully optimizing it. I wasn't giving it as much time as the first strategy that I had been doing. And of course, it's not everything is meant for, for every person. And so not, not everyone's going to have the exact same strategy that they work on in business over and over and over again, that's going to give them results. And what I find really interesting, especially about how much I've been able to accomplish over the past, I would say two years is that through embracing boring and through tweaking things 1%, I've been able to bring my business up to $80,000 a month. And I don't really say this lightly because I know how easy it is to just say, yeah, I need to try something new. I know how easy it is to want and to desire in a bad month that you're having in business to say, well, my strategy just isn't working for me anymore. And I've seen it from so many people when they tell me my ads aren't working for me anymore. They were working, but now they're not. Or this specific strategy hasn't been working for me for the past week and therefore it's not working anymore. And what we don't understand when we say things like that is that business is never linear. It's never fully linear. We're always on a roller coaster. And so when we think about things like regression to the mean, which is essentially when your business is always going to revert back to a specific level. So you could have a really high month, but then you can also have a really low month. And the regression to the mean essentially means that everything is going to go back to an average. If we don't take a look at that, if we don't embrace that, a lot of times we will get shiny object syndrome and we'll be like, oh my God, I just need to try this other thing, right? High ticket isn't working for me anymore. Amazing. I need to look at this other low ticket model. And then all of a sudden we burn the model that we have that has made us so much money or created so much success. And we start working on another model that takes, like I said, takes so much time to optimize the same way that you already had a funnel and a model that was optimized and might not even get us better results. So what do I mean by embracing the boring? Another thing that I see happening so often is this whole idea that like, well, once you have a system, it's like, we don't really like to have things normalized <laughs> and we don't really like to just have one thing that we repeatedly do over and over and over again, right? It's kind of like our society monotonous, right? It's like factory work, line work. We don't want to be doing that. We want to be creative. 
right? All of us entrepreneurs are inherently creative. And so by doing the same thing over and over and over again, it feels really boring. 1% tweaks and optimization, that feels super boring. It doesn't really feel like the thing that's going to get us super excited and super motivated about business. But I can guarantee you that if you stick to optimizing the 1% and tweaking and doing those small tweaks, it's going to make all of the difference. And I've truly seen this in my business as I've grown my business to the level that it's now at. Most of the growth that has happened for me over the past year has literally been in 1% tweaks. 1% tweaks are often the difference between signing 10 clients a month and signing 15 clients a month. It's really crazy how all of this works. And so if you can embrace that boring and just be okay with the monotony of the everyday in your business, you can start to get much better results for a lot less work, a lot less work. And I think for a lot of us, we are so used to feeling like we need to work all of the time to feel like we need to deserve what it is that we have. But when you can fully embrace just being deserving of what you have and embrace the fact that your business might now be boring because you truly have a really great model and you just need to focus on small optimizations, it's a total game changer because you decide to accept for yourself that you're doing really well and that everything is working, which is something that is so hard to accept for so many of us because we live in constant dysregulation in other areas of our lives. And when we think back, we also have to think, okay, well, what are other areas of my life where I'm also doing the same thing? Because the way that we do one thing is the way that we do everything. And where did this start for me, right? Where did it start for me to constantly want to sabotage my success or jump ship or do new things and not be okay with something that's actually really healthy and stable? And by the way, I'm also going to help you by the end of this episode to truly still be able to embrace your creativity while not jumping ship. (laughs) So be able to increase your motivation and continue that motivation while embracing the boring, while embracing the monotony. So don't worry, we're not killing your creativity, not suggesting that. There's a way to do it while still sticking to one thing. So let's get back to the dysregulation and the potential dysregulation in other areas of your life. And I will give you an example just from me. So I grew up in a very anxious household. Uh, Without getting too much into it, there was a lot of arguing. There was a lot of need for me to constantly feel anxious when I was younger. And that was my go-to. That was my comfort level inside of my body. It was the need. It was actually a need to feel anxious all of the time. And I have brought that need to a whole bunch of different areas of my life. I brought that need to into my relationships. I brought that need into my business. I brought that need into how I build relationships, even with friends. And as I became self-aware of this, and as I became aware of the fact that, well, actually, why don't I just embrace really great friendships that don't need to be constantly having highs and lows? Or why don't I just embrace having a really great marriage where we're not arguing about things that don't really serve us? That's when I started to really understand that I was choosing it. 
And I was choosing the dysregulation inside of myself because that's what felt comfortable. I was also choosing the dysregulation that was happening in my business because of the fact that I was always so used to needing to feel anxious that I needed to feel anxious about not hitting an income goal, even though I was paying all my bills and saving money and investing money. I still chose to feel the dysregulation month after month because anxiety was my go-to. Jumping ship anxiety and just feeling like I'm in constant fight or flight. That was comfort for me and my body. And so when you fully start to look at this in other areas of your life and examine where else have you been doing this to yourself, it's really eye-opening. And I relate this back so much to relationships, especially because I have a few clients who are relationship coaches. And I just think that relationships are the beginning of an end of so many things in our lives because we are humans and we're truly built on connection. And if you look at, you know, maybe so many of your friends or people, you know, who have dysregulated and and dysfunctional relationships, it's usually because they choose to be in them, right? And they choose to be in that constant state of dysregulation because they were never modeled normal and they were never modeled healthy. And so if you come from a family that would never modeled healthy and normal and happy to you, then your comfort zone and your energetic thermostat around so many things is always going to be abnormal. It's always going to be fight or flight. It's always going to be self-sabotage. It's always going to be being on a hamster wheel because that's how comfortable you feel with dysregulation in your body. And most of us are just unaware of this. Most of us are just completely unaware of how much comfort we have in the pain that we feel because it truly is comfort to feel pain because that's all we know. And I can think of so many people in my life who are never going to feel the comfort of normal. They're never going to feel the comfort of a happy marriage because they've been so dysregulated their entire lives that they're never going to get to feel happy and healthy. And maybe one day they will, maybe one day they will have an epiphany, but I think we all know that if someone lacks self-awareness, especially at at an older age, it's really hard to get them out of that. And if you can think about that, and if you can think about that with most people that you know, truthfully, one, this is why so many people need coaching and why coaching is so amazing and transformational, but also two, it makes it feel like that is normal and that is the norm and that there's nothing wrong with us and there's nothing wrong with being dysregulated because look at everyone around us, right? Everyone's dysregulated. (laughs) Everyone's choosing to live in chaos. Everyone's choosing to be on hamster wheels. And so, well, then if I change that, then I'm going to be abnormal. But what I invite you to do is really embrace an abnormality and embrace extraordinary for yourself and ask yourself where within my life can I embrace the monotony and the boringness of having things be really good, of having a really healthy relationship, of having a a business that's generating me a really great income. How can I embrace these boring things and just like tweak them 1% versus living dysregulated, both in business and in life? And what would it truly feel like to just embrace regulation, 
to embrace calm, to have calm be the new normal in your business, to have calm and steadiness and peace be the new norm with everything that you do in your life? How can you embrace that? And how can you be okay with that? And how can you make that your new comfort zone? That is truly a journey that I have been on in my life over the past year. And it's been really transformational. It's been very eye-opening to see where I'm choosing to live in dysregulation. And the results of it have been really incredible because for the first time in my life, I'm no longer worried about money. (laughs) And it's so crazy to say because I've made almost multiple seven figures online now, and it's only at this stage where I can say that. And so it's been a really beautiful journey, which is why I wanted to share this with you on this episode today to see how you can embrace this journey as well and how you can embrace boring And truly just focus on those 1% tweaks and be focused enough and be disciplined enough to just stay with it and just stick with it to develop that focus and discipline so that you can develop more freedom in your business. And when you stick to discipline, one, one really amazing quote that I read back when I was in my nine to five, when I was on a retreat was discipline equals freedom. And that I was so mesmerized by it. I was like, what does this mean? And as I worked through entrepreneurship, I started to understand what it truly meant. And so if you can embody discipline as freedom, then you can make room for more creativity because then you're regulated, right? Then you're calm, then you're happy. Then you're like, okay, yeah, everything is working. I have the system. And then the the way that you become more motivated and the way that you bring in more creativity is once you have that, and once you're establishing these 1% tweaks, then you can ask yourself, okay, where do I want to bring more creativity into my business? Where do I want to bring more creativity into my life? What are the ways that I can now fold something else in? And so even if I can give you an example in business, it would be something like this. So let's say, for example, you have a business where you're signing on high paying clients for coaching and you already have your, your system that's bringing you two to five high paying clients every single month. You're good with your system, right? A dysregulated you might say, okay, well, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm bringing in two clients a month, but I'm not bringing in three. So therefore my, my strategy isn't working. So therefore, rather than just tweaking my strategy 1%, I need to throw my strategy out the window. I need to invest in a new strategy. And then I need to spend the next three months and all of my time working a new strategy versus just optimizing the strategy that you already had, <laughs> right? Do you see, do you see how that works? And Once you are just optimizing the strategy that you already have, then maybe the creativity comes in, in terms of the ways that you do new free low ticket offerings, or you do new masterclasses or the way that you're now going to do brand new content. And you're going to be inspired by different people that have done content. So those are the ways that you'd play around with your creativity by keeping the skeleton of the system that you already have and then folding in other things that will help keep you motivated and that will help keep things fun for you. It's the same thing with life, right? You keep the foundational elements of your relationship, let's say, for example, that are going really, really well. So you're not trying to disrupt them so you can become dysregulated, but instead you find creative ways to switch things up. So maybe you go on a holiday Maybe you both try out a brand new sport 
or a brand new hobby together. Those are ways that you can still keep up the creativity and still keep up the fun without needing to go into self-sabotage or dysregulation while you're in fight or flight. And once we can do this and really express our creativity in a healthier way without burning things down, everything just becomes so much enjoy, so much more enjoyable and everything becomes a lot lighter. And you'll find as well that your energy that you have to even commit to your creativity is so much bigger. You have so much more to give because you're not depleting yourself by all of the negative habits that are caused and negative feelings that are caused by jumping ship and burning things to the ground. So let this be your invitation for the next 24 hours to truly embrace boring. And as you embrace boring for the next 24 hours in your life, whatever that means to you, see how you can continue to embrace that boring so that you can live a much more fruitful life. And so you can have a much more simple and truly scalable business model. And I can promise you that the simpler you make it, the easier it's going to be and the more creativity you're going to be able to expand from. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you really, really liked it, it would mean the world for me. If you hit subscribe, wrote a review or sent this episode to your friends. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you next time. Thanks for listening to the Uplevel Your Online Business Show. If you enjoy our show and would like the show notes and free goodies about how to grow your online coaching business, head over to sarahjlorero.com for more information. We hope you'll tune in next time.